Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about morals and ethics and doing things voluntarily so they won't become mandatory. <laughs> um, you know, there are a lot of situations where you get asked to do something voluntarily. But the reality is, if you don't do it voluntarily, it's going to become mandatory. Um, we're at a point right now where everybody needs to start thinking about society as a whole, and I'm not just talking about the current mess. We can learn a lot from this current mess and apply it to things that are coming down the road. I got a lot of pushback on a statement that I said in a recent video. I said every sane person becomes a socialist during an emergency. No, that's not true. I want you to think that every movie you have ever watched that uh, <laughs> that has that theme, whether it's people on a lifeboat rationing out that water or a zombie apocalypse and people pooling their resources to make sure everybody had what they needed. That is what happens in survival situations for those people who make it. It doesn't happen in every scenario, and typically those people don't make it. And I know somebody said, well, yeah, well, those are movies and those are isolated incidents. It's not like we ever did that on a national level. You're right. We have absolutely never rationed rubber, sugar, tires, canned dog food, toothpaste, bicycles, gasoline, typewriters, dried fruit, meat, butter, silk, nylon, and medicine. That never happened. It especially didn't happen during the 1940s the period in which everybody looks back and says, hey, they're the greatest generation. It didn't happen then. There weren't little books, little rationing books. That didn't occur. We had to mobilize because there was a large looming threat. Right now, people are being asked to stay at home. 100 million people are having to stay home now. The real question is, why aren't the other 200 million doing it? We know that it needs to be done. I, I'm not much for, uh, you know, blind patriotism. I am not much for anything like that. That's not what this is. This is a responsibility to humanity that we all share. This doesn't stop at borders. This isn't a national thing. This is a global emergency, and you're going to have to act, or not, or not. But what you do determines whether or not voluntary things become mandatory. We're going to have to make changes when the dust settles, lots. And I'm not just talking about to infrastructure or to health care or to all of the things that are the hot topics right now. We're going to have to make large changes. We're going to have to change our philosophical outlook on how we view the world. Because this has taught us borders mean nothing. 
those lines on a map are worthless. They don't actually stop large global threats in any way, shape, or form. There are other large global threats on the horizon, and just like this, people are ignoring it. People aren't doing what they can voluntarily. And if they don't, a lot of those suggestions will become mandatory, either out of necessity for survival or through government force. We have other threats on the horizon. We can use this as a training exercise on how to deal with them. Live fire training going on right now. The cooperation and mobilization that is taking place right now is what will be needed to combat climate change. We can do it voluntarily or we can wait until it gets so bad it's going to be done with force. It all depends on our philosophical outlook. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.